Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the program on this Tuesday morning. Thanks for joining me on 1170 SEN in Sydney and, of course, on our SEN app as well. Uh, for Sydney today, showers continuing in a possible storm, tops of 26 degrees. Uh, my guest this morning, Benny Elias, will join me, of course, Balmain Tigers legend, rugby league legend. We've got a lot to chat with uh, about rugby league and the season ahead with Benny. He also caught up with Michael Maguire. I know that from yesterday. He had lunch with Michael Maguire. So we'll get a good insight into what Benny thinks is the future for the State of Origin series in particular when we put on his New South Wales hat. Simon Hill's back for the global game. So a bit to chat through uh, the world of football with Simon. Sean Bruce from the Sydney Kings will be on the line as well. And Scotty Bailey from AAP Sports. But wherever you are... However you're listening, whatever you're up to, we've got sport on a platter to digest. So we're going to start with our Tuesday takeaways this morning. Some bite-sized bits and pieces from the world of sport, and then we can dig into the main issues at hand, especially in rugby league. However, I will start there with uh, an article this morning by Andrew Webster, and Webby will be back for Wednesdays with Webby from tomorrow. But his article today in the nine newspapers and the Sydney Morning Herald under the headline, Why the NRL Must Stop Americans Calling the Game Rugby, is really unique. He recounts a story where him and Brian Fletcher were sitting around and Fletch said, we need to stop calling it rugby league because the people here, they're having this chat in the US, the people here think we're referring to rugby. We need to call it NRL instead. And they go into some really good details around that. Hits the nail on the head completely today, Webby. He says, if there's one thing rugby league people cannot abide, it's their sport being called rugby. Hear, hear. It sounds like fingernails running down a chalkboard. So have we got any sayings in sport this morning that you can't handle? I mean, it's not just Americans that call rugby league rugby. A lot of those south of the border will always say it to you. AFL supporters will quite often call rugby league rugby. Is that one thing that you just cannot handle? I've got a Signet Boost power bank up for grabs today, so give me a call on 1300 01 1170 or 0457 736 736 on the text. We can have some fun with that this morning, some sayings in sport that you just cannot handle. One game at a time, that's a beauty. You know another one? To be honest, which is... One of those things that a lot of athletes will say when they're trying to figure out the words um, to then say, but they'll say, to be honest, and then off they go. And we had the chat the other day about versing and how that has come into 
uh, our thought process versing or versed. Let me know this morning some sayings in sport that you just cannot handle. I've got a Signet Boost power bank to give away. But Webby does outline a key point in his article this morning about what this whole American adventure is about. And further down in his article, he says, will our American friends fall in love with it, as in the game, as we have? Will they buy the NRL's international app, then get up at 2am to see if their five-leg anytime try score or multi has been successful? So you and I have discussed at length, what's this Vegas all about? What's a pass mark? What does success look like? What's the NRL trying to achieve? Is it a footprint into America? Is it players coming back here? It's right there in that sentence. Will our American friends fall in love with it as much as we have? And then will they get up and have a bet? Betting and buying the app is a big part of what this is all about. And as Webby then says this morning, we won't know for years, possibly a decade, if the Vegas experiment is a worthwhile gamble in the city of hopes and broken dreams. We'll discuss that more when Webby joins me tomorrow morning. But in a nutshell, folks... You want the answer to what it's all about? It's right there. Betting and buying the app. That's a bit of what it's all about, but that's kind of the outcome that they're chasing. One three hundred oh one eleven seven. My open line number. In fact, Buddy's gone straight phone line this morning with sayings in sport. Good morning, Buddy. What do you got? How you going, boys? Yeah, all good. All good. Something in sport that you can't yeah, handle. Sorry. Yep, go for it, mate. Oh, mate, for some reason, it's the younger guys that are saying it these days, and even some of the first graders are saying it, but when they're, when they're about to play a team, for some reason, they're saying, we are versing someone. What is that? That's it. When I was a young bloke, it was the, it was the rabbits playing the tigers, not the rabbits versing the tigers. What is that? Where did that come from? <laughs> we discussed this last week, buddy, and I actually went off into Dr. Google land and had a little look as to where all this came from. Um, and you're dead right. We're versing these guys or we versed them. And it's definitely the way that the younger generation speak. It's just become natural to them. I couldn't find anything, mate, that said that this was a, a real term or a real word. It just seems to have popped up. And it, they actually think that it won't last that long. But I think it's here to say, yeah, here to stay. So it does your brain in, does it? Oh, mate, every time I hear it, I've got to pull someone up and say, no, 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 you're not singing them a song. You're actually going to play them. <laughs> nice work. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate that, mate. Uh, have a great day. and Thanks for calling in. So some sayings in sport that you just can't handle. Uh, my, my, my blood goes, ugh, boils when you're talking to AFL fans in particular, and they still refer to it as rugby. Um, yet if we did it the other way, they'd, they'd go off their... Nanas, you know what I mean? So some other Tuesday takeaways, and, and this is a little bit left of field, but we covered it yesterday. We can all relax because Mr. Mankini has been cleared. Triple Olympian Shane Rose has been cleared of any wrongdoing after donning the Mankini at a fancy dress equestrian event. Equestrian Australia found he did not breach the code of conduct, but Shane, who's been really good in all of this, he said, I probably didn't feel as though there needed to be an inquiry. I understand the process that EA went through. And remember, this is all because somebody made a complaint. Therefore, Equestrian Australia had to go through their processes. And we said yesterday, well, you know what? Wrap it up quickly and let's move on because this is all a heap of palaver. Got some good exposure, so to speak. 
But Shane Rose has said, the cowardly person that didn't put a name to the complaint, that's the thing I find most disappointing. Another one hit the nail on the head. But Mr. Mankini's been cleared. He's good to go. And we now will absolutely follow Triple Olympian Shane Rose when he gets to Paris this year. Back to the line we go. Steve is on the line with some more sayings. What do you got, Steve? What the hell is a brain explosion? <laughs> it is the most ridiculous term ever used in football. I think Fatty started it from memory back in the 90s, didn't he? But uh, at the end well, of the day, someone makes a mistake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, brain fade, brain fart, you know, brain explosion, that kind of thing. I guess it's it's a it's a dramatic effect, though, isn't it? Well, it's lawyer talk trying to get someone off a charge that they probably should be doing time for. It's it's a ridiculous. <laughs> I hate it. Absolutely hate it. <laughs> How do you go with versing? Oh, yeah, like, that's like fingernails down a chalkboard. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Righto, so we've got, another, we've got another contender there, brain explosion. Thanks, Steve. Good to hear from you, mate. Hope you're having a good day. Hope you're getting some rain out there as well. Uh, some of the other takeaways this morning, you may have seen this one. The Melbourne Cup is now officially going to be on Channel 9. But Tabcorp here is the big player. So let me break it down for you. Nine will be the free-to-air home of the Melbourne Cup Carnival from this year right and through until the end of 2029. The deal is between the VRC, the Victoria Racing Club, Tabcorp and Nine. VRC will produce its own coverage. Nine will show it on Channel 9 and the streaming Nine now. And Tab will have exclusive wagering rights but also broadcast on all of their Sky platforms, plus their own app. Channel 9 was the only TV network that was left at the table after Seven walked away. They had the irrits, and Ten's deal came to an end. And open-door policy on this one, most of my listeners know that I was at Ten at the time and um, was part of that whole deal coming to Channel 10 and that whole process. But that's a five-year deal that's come to an end. It didn't work. It got them a lot of money, but at the end of the day, it, it didn't work, even though the last year was successful. The VRC Chief Executive Steve Rosich has said the partnership underlines their strategic commitment, which points to a broader discussion about them being a world leader in racing, media, sponsorship, event experience. They want to own the whole lot. But here's the key in the CEO's statement this morning. He says the partnership with Tabcorp and the arrangements with Nine have been developed by our strategic alignment desire to grow. Partnership with TAB, arrangements with Nine. So those that are interested in breaking down the particular deal have no doubt about who's the main player here. TAB is the, where the partnership is. Nine is the broadcaster through an arrangement. However, what it does for you and I and for the VRC is expose the Melbourne Cup Carnival to massive audiences through the Nine platform and especially the Nine sporting platform. And this is where 10's deal essentially really fell down in the end. I've had a lot to say about that. But Channel 9, you think about it. State of origin, say June, July, including Game 2 at the MCG. Into the Paris Olympics, July, August. Massive audiences. 
into the NRL Grand Final at the start of October. And that's less than a month away into Derby Day, the first day of the Cup Carnival. And of course, Cup Day will be the 5th of November, the first Tuesday in November this year. So what you get out of that Channel 9 deal is massive eyeballs and promotion through sporting platforms in particular, plus things like the Today Show and everything else that goes with it. This will be produced by the VRC. Tabcorp did the deal and Channel 9, the only people left standing at the free-to-air table, will be able to push it through their uh, platforms, free-to-air and, of course, their streaming. So at the end of it all, it means that you and I will either watch it on our tab apps if we've got it. They can then do other arrangements or on Sky if you want to watch it or at pubs now. And if you're at home or you're in the office, you'd probably be watching it on Channel 9. So a new home for the Melbourne Cup. Some other Tuesday takeaways. The NBL MVP has gone to Bryce Cotton from the Wildcats overnight at the awards night in Melbourne. So he's now a four-time MVP winner, which separates himself from Leroy Loggins. And he now stands alone behind the one and only Andrew Gaze, who the MVP award is named after because he's won seven of them. So well done to Bryce Cotton. I'll catch up with Sean Bruce from the Kings in... Uh, a few minutes, well, not a few minutes, a little bit later on this morning, I should say. He was at the awards night last night. In the English Premier League, Crystal Palace have a new manager. So Roy Hodgson has stepped down. He's managed Palace in 200 games across six seasons. Uh, but they've announced that a 49-year-old Austrian, Oliver Glasner, will become their new manager until the end of the 25-26 season. He was in charge of Eintracht Frankfurt. And they took out the 2021-22 UEFA Europa League. So a new manager for Crystal Palace. 0457 736 736. So there's some of the takeaways this morning. Now, some of the issues in rugby league. Uh, at Manly, we know that Josh Schuster has now been ruled out of the season opener against South Sydney in Las Vegas. So recovering from a calf injury. It means that Ben Trevojevic has uh, won that race to start in that position. And it means I think that they'll still take Josh Schuster over there. I'm not sure, but I think that that was the plan. Some stories around this morning for Tom Trebojevic and his ballet exercises in the Sydney Morning Herald, keeping him injury-free this preseason. But in the middle of that is a name that will come to the fore more and more, I think, this year. And it's John Clark, Manly's new head of performance. Big raps for John Clark down there. Uh, John and Anthony Seabold know each other in particular through some time at uh, Eddie Jones when Eddie Jones was in charge of England over there. So watch out for his name appearing a little bit more and more. And while we're at the Seagulls, Toff Sipley um, is truly sorry about what happened to Dom Young and that crusher tackle. As Toff Sipley has said, no intent, it was an accident, but it's ruled both of them out from the double header over there in Vegas. So that's a... Uh, Apology gone forward to Dom Young from Toff Sipley. one 1170 is my open line number. And what do you think about the bunker now becoming involved in field goals and where this is going to lead us? So this is a story by Scotty Bailey this morning from AAP. Field goals, goals will be analysed by the match review official in the same way tries will be this year to ensure that each attempt is legal. So every field goal attempt will reportedly be reviewed by the bunker before play restarts. 
with analysis being as soon as points are awarded by the on-field ref. So they'll take a look at kick blockers. Um, does the ball go through the post? Whether it was taken from outside the 40-metre line. And they will reportedly inform the ref to delay kickoff until a final decision has been made regarding any foul play. So the bunker getting involved now in field goals in season 2024. If it all happens quickly and essentially behind the scenes, no dramas. If it's another stoppage in play where we have to go through replay after replay for a field goal, then I start to worry about it. So I'll have a chat with Scotty this morning and see what all the details are around that. But give me your thoughts. The bunker's there. The technology is there. If somebody slots a field goal and it, it perhaps you know doesn't go over, um, doesn't go through the post as much as we think, as it, you know, if it brushes the post, if we have one of those scenarios, or was it taken outside the 40 meter line or just inside? If that goes through and we don't go to the technology available, we'll stand around a Monday morning and go, this is crazy. However, if we do slow it down, we might start to think twice about the bunker again being involved a little bit too much. Let me know your thoughts on that one on 0457 736 736. And Premiership winning former Origin and Test forward Chris McQueen has backed the NRL's Vegas Nines to kickstart the game in the US and eventually lead to a professional competition. Anything to get the game promoted over there and to hopefully one day build a comp because the more comps there are around the world, the more money, the bigger and better it is going to be. As I mentioned, Benny Elias will be joining me this morning, so make sure you stick around for that in about 10 minutes' time. He's got some really strong thoughts on the Vegas trip and find out why he is so pumped for the New South Wales Blues and this State of Origin series in 2024. So there you go, folks. Our Tuesday takeaways, a lot on the table already. Sayings in sport that you just can't handle. If you want to have some fun, let's do that this morning.